and we are rolling. So thank you for listening. My name is Tom, and this is Abroad Madness. Welcome back for another episode. This depends on the university, because from a university they already、uh, separated, so you have to choose it for your diploma course.、Mm-hmm. Like you are going for broadcasting, or you are going for journalism, or you are going for public relations, because、uh, it will be much different with other university. Because for the other university, they will be focusing for diploma like、uh, one major one, which is、uh, you will be going for mass communications. Yeah. Then until maybe the second year,、mm-hmm. only you can、uh, you will be choosing your major,、uh, like which part are you going to be major in? How long was your diploma? Two years, twenty-four months. And then after that, you graduated and you start working. Is that it? Yes, you're right.、Okay. Usually in Malaysia, it's the You graduate high school from five finish, and then you go into your diploma, or do you straight in away go into university? Straight away to university to study diploma. Ah,、uh, okay. I didn't go for any pre U. Ah,、uh, okay, okay. No, because、mm-hmm. like for me, like university is always four years. That's how I always think about、mm-hmm. it. But then when I see like a lot of like my Malaysian friends, they are like two years like you, two years I'm out. Fuck this bitch. Fuck studying. Ah,、uh, oh yeah, because in Japan you'll be like studying for four years yeah, yeah. straight away yeah. for degree. Yeah. Okay. So in Malaysia, we do for local students,、mm-hmm. we will be having two years for diploma、mm-hmm. and two years for degree. For there are few courses that might be having three years degree. For design students, they might have longer time as compared to mass com students. And for the students who are studying in doctor,、uh-huh, obviously that's very yeah, gonna be very long. <laughs> yes, it's definitely very long. Mm, two, two plus two. I've always gotten so confused when people are like, "Oh yeah, I finished my diploma and I, I have my degree." I'm like, "What? What? What is this diploma shit?" Because I I already knew that I was gonna go to Japan ver- at a very young age.、Mm-hmm. I didn't start, you know,、yeah. doing my di- trying to find for a diploma. I was like, "Fuck that shit! I'm going to Japan. Fuck like bye fuckers!" Like that was me, <laughs> very arrogant. Yeah. But because of that, I never knew what like all my friends would be talking about when they were like, "Oh yeah, I finished my diploma," and I was like, "Oh, congrats! How much? How long did you study?" They're like, two years." I'm like, "Wait, and you finished?" Two years. Like you know, yeah. I was、yes. like, what what happened to the four years? Like what happened to the other two? And you're like, nah, I'm good. I'm finished. So yeah, thanks for clearing that up for me. Yeah, because for foreigners coming to Malaysia to study for,、um, I mean, whatever course it is,、uh, they'll be having the same the same case as yours.、Right. They'll be studying straight away for three、uh, three years. Because they will be having some pre-U courses,、uh, which will take about nine to twelve months time. It will be the A level or、okay. a pre-U、uh-huh. course. So after that, they will be coming here to study for about three years time. It depends on the course as well. Some might be four years. They don't have to go through diploma. They just can go through degree straight away. I mean, yeah, that's very sounds interesting to you, right? It's just like it's finally like I know I know what everyone is talking about. <laughs> It's like finally, I am. I have. I have another idea of what Malaysia actually do,、mm-hmm. <laughs> because like Malaysia just does everything different, and I'm like, why? Just do everything sa- the same. Just have four years of education. That's it. Just finish like that. It's definitely a different thing as in your mind. 
I, I mean, you know, whenever I went back to Malaysia and I hear people, oh, because obviously that's what all everyone's going to be talking about. Like, oh yeah, how long do you have to have for your diploma? Uh, like, oh, how, how is your diploma? How are you doing? How your degree? And I, I always get very confused and I just never ask <laughs> because it, there was never, I mean, if I was not doing this podcast with you, we, I would not have probably asked you. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the whole. That's like the one of the reasons why I was like, yeah, I can finally know what Malaysia, Malaysia does for their fucking diploma shit. Oh yeah, so like, so when you finish your diploma and you start wanting to find a job, you, I mean, you chose to stay in, stay back in uh, Alasta, which is a great a great decision. But how mm-hmm. does one? I, I'm just asking, just in case I need to find a job in Malaysia, maybe one day I'll be like, mm-hmm. ah, fuck Japan, I'm gonna go back. But was how does one find a job in Malaysia? Like, how did you do it? How did you find a job? How did you find the job you are working currently? Insurance agent, or you want to sh- you want me to share more about my previous job? Any, any, yeah, just anything. Just like you know, like just people you've seen or just like your experiences. It's both fine. I just want to like know how can I find a job? Yeah. You know, if like you know, let's say I go back to Malaysia and I'm like Jin, I need to get a job. How the fuck do I do that? Just imagine I'm asking you that right now. <laughs> mm, there are a few ways mm-hmm. for you yeah. to get a job. You can go through Job Street. I mean, oh, yeah. which is web yeah, website. Yeah, yeah. Where, where which uh, most of the companies will be send, sending out the the vacancies, mm-hmm. so you can refer there. And there are a few websites which are quite. Similar with Job Street as well, yeah. so yeah, and then you can log on to your Facebook, and then you may look you may look into a few groups that might be having some, uh, job finder oh. so so called as a job finder group, oh, and then okay. they'll be posting up, yeah, so you can refer that, and then you get a number, or maybe you can just send them a private message mm-hmm. to get more info, mm-hmm. so. Mm, and also from friends if let's say I know that any of my friends would like to have they will be having some vacancies mm-hmm. then yeah I can look around recommend, recommend I mean, someone in, introduce yeah rec- I'll recommend someone there yeah so most probably about network I mean for your job you had to do like a few interviews like for your pre- previous job and also for your current job so how is the interview process like I mean, I'll like I'll tell you can tell me yours and I'll tell you mine. <laughs> like you know, you 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 can you can finally know that how I did it, <laughs> how to find a job in Japan too. In Malaysia, I think it would be way more easier than Japan. Yeah, obviously. Because we just need to prepare. I mean, our resume or maybe CV, mm-hmm. so that the company would can go through like to have primary concept or image of you and then your portfolio and uh, your experience can be more and more uh, interesting Mm -hmm. and then you have to go to the company to fill up the forms because depends on the company as well some companies they would have some interview forms for you Uh, to fill up before you go through the interviews and then after filling up after you have your resume and then they will be having an interview session something about your your experience or maybe they'll be giving a some DISC test 
to know more about your personality. Uh, okay. Actually, it's quite interesting for the DISC part. Mm -hmm. And then they will be talking about what are the duties for the position, oh, okay. which is weekend. I think it's very interesting. And then they'll be at the end of the day, they'll be talking about uh, what's your expected salary <laughs> and when could you start your job. Yeah. So yeah. Do, like, how do you how do you tell them your expected salary? Do you be like, okay, I want this much? Yeah, actually there ways. Okay, for example, in Malaysia, mm. they normally they'll be asking you like how much you expected for a salary. You can depends on your education, which is you do have a degree. So in KL for the big city, yes. you can request for about 3,000 or above. Mm -hmm. I think mm, for in Elostra, mm -hmm. I think it's way much lower than that. Yeah, obviously. It's because the cost of living isn't mm, that high. Yes, correct. So it depends. And then the, I mean, the person who interviewed you, they will go through your forms and then they will think about it and they will be having some discussion. And then if let's say they're okay with it, they'll be telling you mm -hmm. or maybe give you a call. After yeah, that. It's, it sounds very like uh, like every single other country that, than Japan. <laughs> like it, uh, Is it? It feels like it because Japan does things very differently. Or not that different, but it's kind of different. So I'll tell you a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. Same thing. We do need to write a resume. But then our resume already has a format. So you just follow this like format, just write in the blanks. Mm -hmm. And then you send it, send it to like you know, as you said, you go to the websites, go to like all the home, like the home pages for like what whatever jobs you want. Send it mm -hmm. to their HR, and you, you just apply from there. And then if they're interested in you, they'll call you in for an interview. Or usually, sometimes they will ask you to take a test. And this is not the personality test only. There's also a knowledge test, which is very, very fucked up. I hate that shit. I did not want to do that ever again. And then after, if you pass the knowledge test and you pass the, the personality test, they're going to have an mm -hmm. interview. So you first, you, you do like an interview with the HR person. And after the HR mm -hmm. person, you meet up with like a much higher, like you, maybe you're simple, like just like kind of like a, your manager. And after your manager, you go up. And then slowly from there, at, at the end, you will meet the boss of the company. Mm -hmm. And then, mm -hmm. like, so maybe some companies will, like, at least my company, we only did, like, one interview. But I have actually went through, like, some companies that actually did four interviews. Wow. In four different times. So, like, it's very, very annoying. Like, th there's even, like a, like, a, like, a fixed, like, almost like a fixed question that every single people ask it's like oh so what did you do when you were in your university like what did you think you like did the best like kind of like a fixed question that can kind of help them like help the interviewers know more about you obviously those are all fake you can obviously make like you know prepare beforehand so that's it, it feels different and also another thing is you said that japan is more about it, malaysia they would put on like you know if they have like a empty vacancy like a vacancy they will put on like listings they'll be like hey we have a position for, we have an opening for this position who will want to apply right so japan there's actually two types so the first one would be like you know when i start finding a job as soon as i graduated they don't mm -hmm. technically ask for like i didn't apply for any vacancy i didn't apply for any like those openings I op applied. I did apply for like, oh yeah, I want to be this part of the department 
I try to like obviously in the end of the day if they don't feel like they still want me but they don't want to put me in this department they can always shift shift me to another department but I didn't apply for any mm-hmm. position that's like for newly grads and then for you know, uh, for people who already did some job like a few jo- uh, a few years of job that's what we call like shinsotsu and chusotsu sayo shinsotsu which is like a sing bie <laughs> Like just newly basically newly grads. Fresh grads. Yeah, fresh grads. And then the Chuto Sai is which means like uh, they would just uh, like they would take you in throughout the middle of your you know, when you just like when you change jobs. So yeah, like for the changing jobs it feels more like, you know, in Malaysia, but then for newly grads it's very totally different. Mm-hmm. I mean that's one of the re- one of the reasons why I chose to work in Japan is because for newly grads, they w- they are Japanese companies are willing to train you like from zero. They know that you understand nothing, mm-hmm. and they are like, "It's fine. You don't know anything. We we just look for potential, and from there we will train you. We will give you everything to make you grow so that you can help our company." So yeah, it's really nice. I would say. I would say learning is an attitude. I think in Malaysia, they uh, they are still. A lot of companies that are willing to let the fresh grad, I mean, oh, yeah. those who did not have any experience to learn. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say that learning is also a chance for yourself to de- uh, to be a better person right. and also a chance for you to gain more knowledge. But mm-hmm. is the matter of whether are you going to bear it in mind or are you going to record it down? Oh, yeah. Because I think, yeah, it's going to be very frustrating if, let's say, there is a person asking us to teach them maybe <laughs> uh, more than three times, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's always, it's very annoying for that. But then in Japan, so I'm already mm-hmm. close to the end of that. But so for the first year, people are actually always are very open. Like they already have this mindset, as I said, like it's such a cultural thing. So, if you're a mm-hmm. newly grad, you are given a one year window to make any mistakes you want. Like obviously, don't like you know, mm-hmm. don't like lose a few like ju- like a, a a few billion dollars, a, a few billion yen. That's a different story. That's that's a different fucked up. But let's say I forgot to write something like so I forgot to send an email for this thing, here and that. They're not gonna be very scary. They're gonna be like, okay, uh, so you did this wrong, so please remember it like next time or like if you don't yeah. anything if you don't know anything you can always ask so like for one year you can do that and then after that you are gonna get people are gonna be like I thought I told you this last year oh yeah. my god so it's very very it's a very very good learning environment in Japan for like the mm-hmm. like when you mm-hmm. just recently graduated it's really really great I mean that's why I, mm-hmm. I, I decided to not go back to Malaysia or to go to any country actually because I I feel like this you know chance of being able to be given this time slot to actually learn to actually just make mistake is such you know you can only you can only get that experience once because you know if mm-hmm. after I try to change my job people are not going to be like that people are going to like oh I thought you did that in your last you know workplace why are you fucking this up I hired you for this purpose, so why can you not do it? But then, like, you know, for your first year, people are fine with you not knowing anything, which is really crazy. I can feel your happiness. It is, it is. 
I mean, obviously, there's a lot of good points and bad points. I'm choosing of like right now. I'm choosing to say the good points <laughs> more, but there's obviously bad points mm-hmm. too. You know, same with Malaysia. It wouldn't be that worse, I guess, because you are getting a high pay. I mean, it depends too. Japan has a much higher suicide rate too because of depression, mm-hmm. and also depression is not a thing in Japan. <laughs> like people do not get depressed. Even if you do get depressed, people are gonna be like, "It's just because you don't try enough." That's it. And also, I mean, it already became better, but then for OT, like overtime, some people, some places are still doing it. That they don't get paid for any OT they're doing, like service OT. So, yeah, it's kind of they are, they kind of blackmail you. They'll be like, "This is your job. You just didn't finish it in time." So it's not like I don't have any. You know, I don't. I'm not. I don't need to pay you for your overtime, but actually they do. But they're just being dickheads. That's why I didn't wish to work over there. <laughs> I just wish to have a chance to travel there. Right. I mean, besides Japan, like, do you? Is there any place that you will want to travel? Actually, besides Japan, mm-hmm. mm, I think Korea? it would be somewhere Korea. Yes, have you been to one Korea? of my best. No. No. Okay. No. And then I think somewhere in Europe. Mm-hmm. Europe was one of my dream, dream country, lah. I would say. Wow, Europe is not yeah. a country, by the way. <laughs> I mean, Continent. I mean, I mean, in, I mean the, I mean how how to say it? I mean the countries inside Europe, yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I'm just making sure you don't, you know, you don't make a mistake because I think I, I was obviously ignorant. You know, I was mm. uh, there was a time because I hate geography and I was yeah, not the best at I geography as well. Exactly, and also in Malaysia for whatever reason we didn't learn about like world geography, right? We didn't even learn about world history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every single person I've met and I told them learn about Malaysia history, mm-hmm. like you know why, why the. Why the English people came to Malaysia, <laughs> and it's just shit like that. Sejarah, sejarah history, yeah, that's it. Uh, but the, so yeah. like whenever everyone just tells me, talks to me about you know, I meet a, a lot of Europeans and they, they just start talking to me about like you know world history, which is ba- it. They say world history, but it's just because it's because of it's based off of them, so it's important to them. But then you know, for us, a small country in Southeast mm-hmm. Asia. We only just need to care about English people. <laughs> Obviously, this is a lie. But so whenever people like start like, oh yeah, do you know this place or do you know this situation? Do you know this like history, historic events? I'm like, no, my country didn't teach me this shit. So no. But yeah, like uh, yeah. why I, I brought this up was because I also used to think that Africa was a country. <laughs> I don't think it, it is. is a not. Country, it is right? not a country. It is not a country. It's a continent. It's basically like you know, people mm. are saying like there's obviously people who say that Asia is a country too. You know, it's not surprising that people like different places say the same thing. So I'm just trying to sell, tell you like Euro- Europe is not a country; <laughs> it's a union, it's the European Union. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah. correct. It's yeah, it's a union. Yeah. So yeah, one of my one of my dream places. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't care. Whether it's Ireland or maybe England or that's Germany a, or Italy, yeah. yeah. So 
everywhere over there mm. is my dream place. So and also China. I always wish to go to China once <laughs> after this coronavirus yeah, thing. Right. Like China, like because mm. recently I have like a lot of Chinese friends, and they've been saying mm. that China has really stepped up their game. You know, like mm. you know back then when we were kids. We were, I think you that like you know you remember like the Taobao, like the the yes. It's like back then Taobao was not on apps and everything, right? It's like a book, right? It, it, it's a website. No, no, no. Uh, I no, it was like a book. There was like a book that people go like you know bring to school and they're like, do you want this, 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 and this? And then people collect it together. Oh. And then, you remember that? Yes, yes right, yes, right. Yes. Like it used to be a book for us. It used to be a book, or maybe. It was actually a website, and someone just printed it out and just made a book for us. But it, for me, it was a book. <laughs> so people would just go around, you know, be like, "Hey, like, let's make a group, like, you know, let's, you know, let's buy things from China." So that was that. And then even back then, China was not like the country you would try to go to. But then right now, China is just like the middle of everything. There's so much like uh, technology coming, technology coming from China, and like you know, all the buildings and. Just architecture is just really, really gaining a lot of. It's just it. It just became really, really, super like uh amazing. <laughs> Japanese slipped up a bit, but yeah, <laughs> it happens. It so, happens. have you been to China before? I have been there once, twice. Yeah, I went there when I was four, and then remember like back when to Shanghai. No, to uh, to uh, to I don't know what it's called in English, but like the it's basically famous for scenery. I went there with my mom. I don't know why my mom chose to bring a four year old with her to this place because I was an annoying bastard. Uh, Yeah, I was four. (laughs) I was an annoying little brat. (laughs) Yeah. Couldn't agree. I mean, no, I, I, I mean, obviously, like, I didn't, I didn't know shit. But I mean, I and then remember when uh, during high school, that was the year I think it was our last year. That there was an ex, mm-hmm. there was a few Chinese exchange students Student. that came to our school. Students exchange, yeah. right? Yes, it's students, uh, student exchange program. Yeah, yeah. So there were a few Chinese that uh, Chinese people that came to our our school, and mm-hmm. I think I was somehow given the chance to go there. I don't know why I was given a chance to go there, but I was suddenly just like, hey, you, uh, I think like one of the teachers was like, hey, you want to go? I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And I just went. <laughs> so, I mean, you went to... I don't know which... where. <laughs> I don't know where. <laughs> till this day, where? Till this day, whenever I tell Chinese people, I went to Qingyuan. Qingyuan. That's, it. That's the place where I went. Everyone just gets super confused. You're like, where the fuck is that place? And I'm like, I don't know. It's yes. your country. You there tell must me. Be, there must be a province or a state. I don't know. I just. Qingyuan. I don't think it's. A, I think it's just some city. Small little city. I think so. I think so. But it, it it was interesting. It was an interesting time. You know, just going there. I was forced to play basketball. <laughs> I hated every moment <gasps> of that shit. Why you hate basketball? So. Uh, I'm not sure for you uh, f- what you think about like exchange students. So 
whenever people send exchange students, they would usually try to send like people who are decent in something, <laughs> you know, they are which are smart or which are, I don't know, better at something or who are interested in the culture. I didn't really care. I was just like, yeah, I, I got the chance. Why not? Let's go. So in China, it, it was super, super famous, you know, like, you know, basketball, everyone, every single guy plays it. And I was like, yeah, I don't do that shit. I can kick your ass. I can kick your balls. I can kick your head, but I can't play balls. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I can't play basketball. But then for some reason, they were like, let's play. Let's have like a tournament. Tournament. And I was like, fuck mm -hmm. this shit. <laughs> I mean, I tried to play it, obviously. I don't think I remember playing it. I'm not sure if I did play it or I didn't. I just remember there was like a talk that I we had to do this. And I just erased that part of my memory from my brain. So, yeah. <laughs> we will never know. Weird. Yeah. But I think it's fun, right? It was. It was fun. It was fun to just like get to know about like just the Chinese culture. And I got a new hobby. Not hobby. Friend. I... I not really. <laughs> I acquired a new taste for milk while I was there. Mm -hmm. Because I stayed at this host family. My host friend, I guess, like the, the kid. The kid was also a, a super mm -hmm. into old anime. I was also super into anime, but just we were not into the same anime, <laughs> sadly. So the, the host family, every single morning when we go to school, they, they would actually hand me a pack of milk. And so it tasted really, really good. So when I came back to Malaysia, I was like, Mom, from now on, I've decided that I will drink milk every single morning. Oh, wow. How does the milk taste like? I don't know. It just tasted fresh, which is weird because it's from the pack. It's the packet. It just tasted really good for mm. me. So I was like, yeah, let's try it. Let's eat it. So yeah, like uh, I went for exchange in China and I just straight, straight away came to Japan and became technically a Japanese person in my, my heart. I mean, I can definitely say I am more Japanese than ja Malaysian, but I'm definitely more Malaysian in some places. Which places you mean? Like, you love Nasi and you mean this place? Uh, I mean, I, I don't care about ru the rules sometimes. <laughs> I, I mean, at least when I talk, talk to Malaysians, I mix my languages around. I will forever think that Malaysia is my home, even though I'm staying in Japan. What else? What yeah. else do I? What else? What do you? How, what makes you Malaysian? <laughs> I don't know. Suddenly, I'm like having an identity crisis right here. Sorry for the cliffhanger, but as always, thank you for listening. This is Tom from Abroad Madness, and we will see you next episode. Bye bye. <laughs>